0: This podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. We pay our respects to the traditions and storytelling of the Boon people of the Kulin Nation, Their Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hey friends, so just a quick trigger warning for this episode, we're talking all about mental health. So if anything to do with that subject doesn't sit right with you, then... This might not be the episode for you. We are delving into some eating disorder chat, some self-harm chat and stuff like that. If that's going to be really triggering for you, then click off this e- episode and we will see you next week. Love you all. Bye. She is
1: a fat. Suck on your own fucking head. don't get you. Mantid, brilliant,
0: incredible, thing. amazing show stuff. She's a mammoth. Oh, he needs
1: some milk. I've been saying that all day. Yeah. Hey. Again, we don't have a opening. Yeah, um. <laughs> it's a floppity flop, flop, flop. Hey, flops. Hey, flops and floppets. Oh, <laughs> 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 I honestly like it. Yeah. <laughs> um moving on hi it's a sunday night we n- we've we never done a night session
0: i know so we might be a bit manic
1: i'm manic because
0: i've been working all day i'm a bit cray cray i'm a bit
1: crazy i just
0: got back from adelaide
1: adelaide and i'm a bit crazy <laughs> i'm a bit kooky. <laughs> it's an unhinged episode yeah um all right what what are we doing um Favorite Are oh, we just gonna start? Um okay.
0: unless you've got anything to report from the week. Any current events?
1: <laughs> You're looking at me like I've got something to say. I don't know. Do you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <Some of> the... <laughs> I've had quite an eventful week. Oh my god, yes. Yeah.
0: Oh sorry. <laughs> I, just, yes. I just I was just looking at you for like the news. Yeah. Like of the week, but no. um I've had an eventful week. Holly's had a good week. Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we can. We're gonna be vague about that.
1: I don't think he realizes. Um, anyway. Sorry. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So uh, nothing to report. I don't
1: think. I'm so like fucking loudmouth with my personal life that I'll like go into depth about my week yeah. and I kind of forget that it's quite like well
0: well it's, it's, it's not, on the internet
1: babe yeah exactly but I don't really give a shit what I share no
0: that's a good thing yeah it's entertaining but I also say, like got
1: to think about the other person
0: true true um so maybe we'll just leave it at that mm.
1: anything else no Either are oh. we in my fave of the week? I'll get okay, it. yeah, okay, okay. Well, let's just get into it then, okay? So, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So, my fave of the week, I've got a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, fave place that I went for dinner this week was a place called Ginger Boy, Ooh. <gasps>
0: yeah. yeah, it's in
1: the city, it's like mm-hmm. near um all the good places. So like Flinders Lane. Yes, yeah. yes. like near Parliament station, kind of. That's not Flinders Lane. Oh, jokes. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> like I, the top end of the city, yeah, Spring Street. Yeah, Spring Street. Sorry, yeah. my bad. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, really good food. It's a bit spicy, and I don't really normally like spicy food, but it was bearable. Like I really got nice. through it. We did we treated ourselves and went with Danny, friend of the pod. Um, yeah, and we treated ourselves and we got like the banquet. Oh, beautiful. We got a bit of everything, and mm-hmm. it was so nice. Yum. Um, also went to a – had a self-care momo, and I went to a place called Comma. Comma. Yeah. I, love I really highly recommend when you feel like treating yourself, heading into Comma spaces in Cremorne. Yeah. Richmond. Or yep. Yeah. Cremorne. It's just off Church Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, I was going to do the gua sha facial. Mm ali has been there before. I have. I got a facial massage. Um, and I was booked in for that and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to change it. I got a full lymphatic massage and body brush. Wow. How'd you go? Yeah. loved it. I had a therapist, massage therapist, um, yeah. Called Yoko. She (gasps) was so nice. So nice. Um, and they use like, you know, oils and. It was just amazing. Yeah, it was so good. And like you just walk in there and it's oh, so
0: beautiful, it's so zen.
1: Gosh. Yep. Yeah. So if you've got you know some spare mullah that you want to you know, treat yourself with, highly recommend Comma spaces. Yeah. Um. What's another fave? Me going on about all these faves of the week. Oh, no, um, it's good because I've had weeks where I just like run my mouth. So. Yeah, that's okay. Um. And yeah, went went put it for a nice breakfast. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cackle i know but i got caught <laughs> i thought that Just i was sprung. i got sprung by people i thought that i was like nah it'll be fine i'll see no one there yeah. walking down the stairs yeah. <laughs> i saw people that oh i knew no. and i was like fuck. fuck but it's fine
0: that's okay yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah
0: love that Yeah. Um, my favourite of the week is, is Tommy Little. <laughs> oh god. Puppy, if you're listening, you okay. fair hey, puppy hanger. Hey <laughs> um, you get me. <laughs> but yeah, so Tommy Little did his swim, the English Channel swim. Yeah. And he's just put up like the stories about how, how it, like how it's gone. Oh, okay, yeah. Um And there was one of them where I was like, you look exceptionally attractive. (laughs) And I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And he did post them like today. But yeah.
1: So he's single? I believe so. Imagine. What what would you do if he became Instagram official with a girl? How would you? What's Um, your? See, look, I'm quite used to that. Okay. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) I'm quite, yeah, I'm
0: quite used to, I don't know. Men who don't tell me they're in relationships and actually Oh my god. That's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Um anyway <laughs> So I I would I have coping mechanisms for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you want to share your coping <laughs> I'm kidding. Um just becoming a born-again virgin <laughs> Uh yeah. Anyway, um so if he did become instagram official with a woman i i i would go through a period of mourning <laughs>
1: that's fucked up ali why that's not good you can't Morning. mourn over someone you've never dated morning's a very that's a big emotion right is it i think morning's quite i a... feel like mourning and
0: grief are different okay i wouldn't be grieving yeah because, because I haven't lost anything, miserable. but I would mourn it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, gosh, it's so upsetting. Okay. Like, let's, you know... Yeah. Come to terms with what my What's... future's going to be now. Okay. If it's not going to involve Him. him. <laughs> and him is anyone, not Tommy Little. I haven't really seriously thought about a relationship with Tommy Little. Okay. Properly. That's good. Which is good. Yeah. I've stopped myself from that one because... <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway... So, yeah. Okay, nice. That's my fave. Tommy Little Swimming the English Channel to raise money for
1: spinal cord surgery. Love that. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Um, what's my flop? Oh, fuck me. Um, my flop of the week, customers who lie. Okay, <gasps> story time, story okay. time. Okay, go. So, Xanthi and I were working on a Tuesday. This guy comes in with his wife, clearly second wife, Sorry, I'm just going to make that judgment there, but I was correct. A because, younger woman, yes, a younger say? woman. Okay. No, but it's okay because it's backed up by facts. Sure, um, but also, Soleil, If you have a sugar daddy, or like, oh, she older. was, she wasn't. Like, I reckon it could have been like a ten to fifteen year age gap. Oh, so not okay. So like, it was, it was a, it was. She was clearly younger than okay. you. Okay, like a lot younger. Okay. Um. So they walk in. They p- um put a knit knit down on the counter and they go. This is a faulty. Um knit, yeah. we got it as a gift. First off, there was no gift receipt; it was just a regular receipt. I'm like, stop with your fucking stories. Like, just sure. give it to us straight. It's faulty. Um, the little metal plaque mm-hmm. on the bottom at the back of like the knit that says like the brand. Yeah. Um, it was half hanging off. Right. Okay. And we were like, okay, all right. We then look at. He goes, "I would like an exchange," and I go, "Look, it's a sale knit." we don't stock these sale knits anymore you'll have to go to a dfo Mm -hmm. and he was like okay like not a problem didn't really question it um and then we were also looking at like the receipt and i realized it was like over two months since they had bought it (laughs) yeah 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 and we were kind of like uh yeah sorry guys look we actually can't do anything anyway because it's over like two months since you bought it like it's 30 days return policy that's our that's policy. that's generous as well yeah yeah yeah. 30 days is generous yeah um anyway they did they didn't seem to have a problem with it okay. And then they're walking around the store he's trying on these different blazers and he's kind of asking oh do you have this in the large i'm like yeah i'll go like i was running around for them at this point great they were flinging blazers around and i was like cool they're gonna buy something they ended up buying two blazers mm-hmm. came to about six hundred dollars and he made a joke, like, when he was paying, he's like, oh, haha, like, tried to return this, but, you know, now I've come out with two blazers. Yeah. Right? Sure. They said bye. Great. Wonderful. Then the head, head of, like, the big company that own all of the smaller companies, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them being us. Um, The head of, like, customer relations emails us. We've had a really disappointing call um from a disgruntled customer. Um they came on Tuesday, you girls refused to give him like any sort of help. Um the item was just over the 30 day period. Um he spent six hundred dollars worth of, you know, merchandise, whatever um the girls weren't even helping them um they were staring at them intimidating them um like like full-on like full-on lies yeah full-on lies um and the customer wants this to be escalated further right and we were just like reading it well actually i wasn't there Xanthi was ready and she was like, what the fuck? And then our manager was like, mm. what the fuck is this? And Xanthi's like, no. She gets, oh, she gets on the phone Absolutely. to our area this manager. Really yeah, yeah. There. She gets onto the area manager. She goes, this is bullshit. She's like, mm-hmm. this is utter lies. And she's yep. like, I'm sorry. She goes, my number one pet peeve. Look at peeve. the CCTV footage, babe. Well, there's no CCTV. Wow. This is the whole thing. And Xanthi goes, I wish that there was CCTV footage sure. here. Because you would have seen Holly running around running like around. a fucking lost puppy trying yeah. to help them. Yeah. And they didn't even seem to have a problem with the exchange. So we reckoned that um, the wife or girlfriend sure. was kind of like, babe, like, they didn't let you exchange or return it. So let's go and you know call up. <laughs> yeah, That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So then we tried calling my manager. Which obviously, she stuck up for us. And she's like, yeah. this is fucked. And... Um, our area manager like it's all about the customer experience so next time this happens and also keep in mind yeah the tags were also cut off of this um knit
0: what do you want like yeah, I'm yeah. sorry yeah
1: it's sorry fucked. but that's common sense right and like our policies if tags are cut off we can't do a damn thing yeah no like, it's right? true
0: in no store and that's our like area
1: manager goes from now no store. she goes from now on if any customer comes in with a cut-off tag over the four day um four week return period yep. just return it so then the next day we had someone come in no receipt tags cut off i'd like this returned and we just had to go yep sure what yeah yeah they're like because it's all what? about the customer experience we want sure we, yeah and i'm just like okay so when does it when do policies and procedures come into place then yeah or we're we just not doing is that yeah like, the point but then what happens with that item of clothing.
0: Well... just gets tossed, right? Well, it just
1: gets tossed in the yeah, bin. Yeah, because you have to write it off. Yeah, I
0: have to write because it off. Because there's no tags on it or anything. It's <laughs> faulty. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And then it's just landfill. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But it
1: was the fact that, like, our area manager was, like, pretty good with handling it, but the people above her, they're, like, their email is basically, like, accusing us. Mm. And I feel like, particularly as women, we get labelled bitchy, like, mm. this and that. And, like, yeah. we hear about other managers, like, men mm. from... Bigger stores, you know, over the other side yeah. of the city, and they come in and have like, you know, when they pick up other stock, and they're kind of like, oh, yeah, like, we never let um, mm. customers, you know, return things without tags. yeah And I'm like, but that never gets questioned. I'm like, what? Because they're men, and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think it's the fact True. that we're younger girls working in this store, yeah. they think that they can fucking take advantage of us.
0: Yeah, that's not on.
1: Yeah, that is so, so not on. We don't even know at this point. Like, uh, my manager tried to contact him numerous times, he didn't respond. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and we did we did a Facebook store because mm. who is this idiot? Turns out we actually like I know of his daughter. <gasps> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like has on me, like his Facebook like single, and I'm like, well, that's awkward because you that is awkward because you came in here yeah. with a partner. Clearly. But it's also like small world, like True. small world. Like True. you True. act like a fucking moron, like, True. <laughs> and I know of your daughter. Yeah. like very embarrassing. That it, is embarrassing. That's my flop of the week. Customers who lie just that's to make awful. themselves feel better. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great flop. Yeah.
0: Fuck, retailers. Yeah, i forgot forgotten. forgotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally have forgotten. Yeah. Um, yeah, shit. Shit. Yeah. Okay. What's My flop of the week is toddlers on planes. Oh! I'm so sorry. Fuck and like, I've never been someone that, like, hates kids. Like, <laughs> no. I know people that are on both sides of the spectrum, like, want kids now. Yeah. At our age. I or don't. Or
1: despise kids and hate them. I was talking... I can't say who but I was tweeting this someone, to someone about, about, about today. Yeah. And we were talking about different sides of the spectrum of yeah. our age. It's, yes. yeah, it's it's like very
0: one or the other. One or the other. But I don't have that strong opinions yeah. about it. Like I'm like probably won't have kids, but I don't hate them. I used to babysit a lot for like younger kids, like yeah. between three and twelve. Yeah. Um, but on the plane that i was on today so there was a baby like toddler in front of me like directly in front of me in the seat in front of me there was one in the row behind me oh. there was another one you like, were corned. like four rows in front of me oh. no two of them because it was a family oh. and then there was like a row at the back of like unaccompanied kids that were siblings oh.
1: Oh like God. there were four of
0: them yeah right and they were legends yeah but the the babies and they were all on my side of the plane that mm-hmm. i was on and we were like landing and all of them were screaming at the same time i was oh, like fuck. i was like no and they squeal like squealing but like they had nothing left because they were crying and screaming so getting ti- onto the plane
1: Oh, they're probably so tired yes and
0: like, and, like Their voices were so raspy, like nothing was coming out. The vocal damage. Yeah.
1: It was like... Oh, my
0: God. Like that. It sounded like a dinosaur or something. (laughs) But they just kept going because they were so distressed. Yeah. Don't bring your toddler onto a plane. Yeah. Like... And I know that's so much like yeah, easiest. easier said. <laughs> yeah. And if I get go to and a, sail, go and sail. Yeah, like land. drive on yeah, a holiday yeah, yeah. instead. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I would not do a driving holiday yeah, ever. Yeah, but it's, like, it's tough. Fuck. Yeah. And it was so painful to listen to. Like they were so distressed, but also I was like, if an adult cried that much in public, um,
1: they yeah.
0: would be a crazy person. Exactly. But because it's a toddler. They can just scream and scream and scream in a public setting and I'm like, it's so annoying for the rest of us. And like distressing. I was like shoulders around my ears, like, oh my shut god, like f- shut up. Yeah. It's like in my skin, these like children, children screaming.
1: Yeah. Babies are hard. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I completely I don't want agree. A child for
0: like overpopulation reasons and they're expensive, but like It
1: costs so much to raise a child, like I don't yeah. know how my parents like
0: wanted to willingly just funded me my whole life yeah and i don't have that yet granted we're like 21 yeah so maybe that's why
1: yeah but also i'm not in that headspace like i'm not like i can't wait to have kids no and i
0: don't see these children and get like clucky like some
1: some people if they saw these toddlers because they were cute like when they weren't crying i was like I have no desire. Well, there was this little tiny baby in a pram, like, oh, it would have been, like, maybe six months old, who Mm. came into our store today. And it was, like, a statue. Like, it was, like, asleep. Mm. And I was just like, oh, that's really cute. Yeah. And then I walk off. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to have one in. No. Can't wait to push
0: one out of me. Like, no thanks. Oh,
1: that's also another thing. I'm not having natural birth. I'm having a C-section. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Put me to to sleep. Thank you. I'm not pushing yeah that thing out of me yeah not not doing it mm. the stress the pain the yeah. oh bleh, that makes me sick anyway yeah, yeah. people so, who do it props to you because props to you props, to you. props to all the mums out there all the mummers yeah
0: even if you didn't give birth and i don't know you had a surrogate or it was a doctor yeah. whatever. you're doing you're a, a good mom, job you're doing
1: a great job yeah yeah because i could never
0: i could never i literally could never and yeah. today just made that very clear to me yeah love
1: that Fuck. love that so, yeah. all right well um in today's episode we don't we don't really know the structure of the episode yeah. so we'll just play a fat chat but we kind of want to focus around like mental health yep. and self-care and like we're we doing like our journey kind of or we're just going to talk yeah, about if how you, we if you want to mm, yeah sure i can if like talk, talk about it know. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty open. So. Yeah, I know.
0: Well, we've been pretty open so far. Yeah, this topic makes me a bit uncomfy.
1: It does because it's a different type of vulnerable. Yep, we can talk about my sex life that there's no tomorrow, but at the True. minute it's very, it's very just on you. Yeah, it's like oh shit. Like, yeah, ugh.
0: and it still feels like something that's like people like take pity on, or and it's
1: yeah. And it's also something yeah. in me that's always constantly evolving.
0: Yes. And it changes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm not my mom like mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
0: but that's maybe just like just
1: like smacking our Um Maybe we'll just like ask each other questions about it. Sure. Do you want to ask me the first question? Because I don't really yeah. have like questions yet, but then I'll think of yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, when
0: did you first become conscious of your mental health
1: and i know that's a very broad question but like when i was in year 10 Mm -hmm. and i started breaking out in heat rashes okay in a ballet class sure because i was too anxious because i was a perfectionist yeah and i went and i'd look in the mirror and i'd be like whole body in a heat rash and i was Mm. like this is not fucking normal i was like what the fuck no one else is doing this yeah like yes I, i sweat and i get hot in a ballet class but mm-hmm. like the fact that this is brought on from like an anxiety mm-hmm. i was like this is red flag." this is different this gotta is, go yeah. gotta go yeah like i was preparing for a ballet exam <gasps> yeah already yeah, R-A-D. yeah. Oh, and, and i was I just like heat rash city like yeah. couldn't control it yeah yeah that's when i knew mm-hmm. that something was something up, was wrong and that's when i started to reevaluate things yeah yeah mm-hmm. interesting mine mm-hmm. was
0: like similar age and i feel like now because there's so much more information and people kind of talk about it more or you can just go on google yeah. and like self diagnose yeah like i feel like people will be figuring out younger
1: because even as young as we are even when we were like 13 14 15 no, it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't a thing
0: it wasn't a thing but also we like weren't really on the internet for it to be a thing yeah you know what i mean
1: Well, I remember like being in year seven Mm. um, and what I'm about to say might trigger a few people, but there was a girl that was um, self-harming okay, and to the point where people were walking in on her in the bathroom, self-harming. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was, you know, going off the rails, I suppose. Like she was, it was clearly a cry out for help. Yeah. I don't know what in her life was going on, Mm -hmm. but whatever she was, you know, she felt the need. Yeah to Mm self-harm and I remember like like our teachers just not knowing how to deal with it literally not knowing how to deal with it and she would take you know a few weeks off school whatever like come back Mm -hmm. and then just got to point where she's left she just left and then I remember she yeah just went to another school and then she lived in another country for a bit and I Mm -hmm. think like now I've seen her on social media and I think like she's doing a real I think doing well well, but it's just sad that the school that I was at almost like painted her as like a villain Mm -hmm. and she's a bad person and she's she's crazy she's crazy or or she's rebellious yeah you know yeah and i was like no she's clearly she's she's clearly needing help yeah yeah there was really no support Mm -hmm. at all when we were younger true so true so yeah
0: i was like similar age that i think it was in year 11 it was when I got injured seriously for the first time in my life okay yeah so yeah when, injuries take a toll yeah uh-huh when I I dislocated my elbow in a acro class oh, yeah I remember. and like the first thing I said was like someone tell Stefan someone mm. tell Todd they're gonna kill me they're gonna yeah. I was yeah. Like, I felt this insane pressure of letting people down. Yep. Yeah. And that was the first time I was like, fuck. Like there's literally nothing I can do in this moment to make this better. I I just need to heal. Like now I'm like debilitated. I can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Now. I'm going to be cut out of routines. My like plan for my life has been yeah. stunted because yeah. of this stupid thing. That has happened and I would like, I don't know if you remember, I would sit in every elite class yeah. even though I didn't need to be there and then one of our teachers like pulled me aside and was like, Ali, you can go home at the end of the day after you finish school. You don't need to stay here and torture yourself by yeah. watching everyone. But I was like, no, I need to. Yeah. I need to be it's ingrained. I need to. You're a team player. Yeah. yeah you need to, you can't yeah. let. I'm letting everyone down already by not being in these routines. The least I can do is sit there and like, support them and blah, blah, blah. So that kind of, like, spiraled. Like, I didn't want to see my boyfriend at the time. I was like, now our relationship's going to be Mm. stunted. Yeah, everything was just kind of going wrong Mm -hmm. for the first time in my life and I didn't know how to cope. Cope. And it was, like, the first time where I figured out that I was, like, a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and I was – I had, like, more thoughts going on than – what i thought was normal yes well like constantly
1: yeah i think that yeah it takes like a big um event to happen mm. and then you start to look back on all your years of yes. life and i remember like from a young age i was quite like i was a pretty good drawer like it sounds mm-hmm. silly but i was really good at drawing mm-hmm. from a young age and I would sit down on, like, this little art table that my parents, you know, made or whatever. Yeah. Bought, and I would sit there f- for hours, like, seven hours straight. And, like, I would literally squeal every time, like, I would fuck something up. I yeah. would, like, get, like, violent almost. Yeah. And, like, that's when I think my parents are like, oh, shit, she's quite a big perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, that whole perfectionism thing, like, it kind of spirals because, like, mm-hmm. you bring out all these different emotions. And I would get fucking angry yeah i would throw shit i would like i wouldn't be violent towards like people People. but i'd be like violent towards like myself and like objects yeah (laughs) like just slam doors and Mm -hmm. stuff and i was like okay this is clearly something i did not deal with from a young age and like now it's yeah so i i I do understand that perfectionism thing Mm. a lot because i think as as creative people we give ourselves so much like we We've got to be so vulnerable. Yes. In everything that we do. And everything is very high stakes. It everything. It's yeah. it's kind of like no matter what Platform it is. If it's a competition, you've got to win for your team. Yeah, you've got to win for your school. The reputation that we have. Yeah, it's embarrassed Like, well, not that our teachers were ever like, "You're an embarrassment if you No, lose. but this was like self never. In, this was it's self self-inflicted inflicted stuff, yeah. right? Because yeah. you're so
0: proud of, so damn proud of the part was of that So school. proud of like what we were doing because it was before a mid-year show. Yeah, I was so like happy to be involved. This was my second, yeah. year I was like. I've dropped the ball now. Mm. I was like, I'm nothing now. Yeah. Now that I'm injured, I was like, no one's ever going to trust me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm. everything in that way. Because, like, all my self-worth is tied to dancing. being a creative yeah, person yeah. and, like, dancing and singing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I can't do that now. And I can't train for however long this is going right? to be, a, like, factor. And then that's going to set me back this... Right, like much time and uh-huh. like it just like spiraled out of control. Yes, so yes, I do get what you mean by like yeah. creative people having this like oh,
1: it's just ingrained in. Yeah, it's just like and no one really puts it on you. And if there are teachers out there that are like you've got to be this, you've got to be that, well, they're fucked up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but that's um, not what our. That's no, no, but no, 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 like. Um, I think it's because our school had such a big reputation and like I think every single person that walks through those doors is so fucking proud to be part of a school yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like an honour almost. Yeah. And you feel so proud like wearing that jacket. Yeah. It was very like, I go to this school, fuck you all. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't a cocky thing. It was never a cocky no, thing. And I think no. that's what people kind of like um thought about the schools, like very like, oh yeah. you're cocky. No, we're just so fucking proud. We, we're to be so <laughs> proud to be part of these troops that are so
0: good (laughs) so fucking good right amazing
1: yeah yeah i remember like yeah with like brisbane comps we would travel up to brisbane for like a weekend of comps and we were like 15 at the time we were in the open age sections and like we would always be like oh guys like maybe you know we'd get like top three and we'd end up like doing really well like Mm. placing like first or second like Dancing up against, like, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. Yeah. And we just put – and, like, and we put so much pressure on ourselves. Mm. Like, if you think about, it, like, before yeah. going on stage, we yeah. were really – lucky; we had really good, like, groups, you yeah. know. Um, we all got along really well. But, like, the fucking pressure we put on mm. ourselves to be like, let's fucking do this. Like, yep. we haven't come all this way to, like, yeah. lose. Like, yeah. gone. And it's you just don't want to be the person that stuffs stuffs, up. stuffs anything up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to let yeah. down your team. I think, like, I don't want to take away from, like, that pivotal moment in your life, but going on, like, yep. injuries. Yep. I think because this year I found out in late March mm. that I had stress fractures. I had yep. bulging discs. I've got basically arthritis yep. for the rest of my life in my lower back. Which is such a oh, it's fucking, fucking it's fu- terrible spot. It's terrible. It's like you're, like... um Fucking, you're like a machine for like your body. You know what I mean? Like yeah, your spinal cord is, it's like, it's its like a, it's, it's our own brain in your body. Right? Yeah, we rely on that, yeah. you know, being performers. Yeah. And finding out, and like, you know, I think as dancers, you know, we play down injuries a lot. For sure. And, of course, you know, once you finish thrashing your body around for, you know, a couple of years mm-hmm. and you stop, you start to listen to your body more. And obviously, yeah. like, I was kind of like, this hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Um, and then like, yeah, went to go see f- my physio and she's like, nah, i got to book you in for like another yeah. person. She then put me in for MRI and the whole time I was like, nah, I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like I don't have anything wrong. I'm being like weak. Yeah. It's I'm being weak. I'm being weak. The whole time I was like, I know like this is, and then obviously scans are back and like the sports med was like no this is wrong with you this is wrong Mm -hmm. with you this has been in your body for like five years like what like how long have you been having this pain for and i'm like since i was like 15 or 16 i'm 21 now yeah and like the fact that like i was so mentally strong in that way i was so like mentally weak in other ways that i couldn't even fucking speak up Mm -hmm. and be like this hurts up until like i'd finished my training yeah because i think yeah again that pressure of like I need to do this for my team. I need to do this for my teachers. I don't want them to think that I'm a loser.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But it's also like, I need to do this for my career. Yeah. I only get a fixed amount of time because we're always like kind of reminded that
1: it's a short career span. It's a short career span. Yeah. You don't want to waste any of it. I'm 21 now. I probably only got like 10 years left of like solid thrashing my body around. Yeah. That's nothing. It goes by like that. And like, yeah since like march up until now and probably for another three months i'm not allowed to do anything besides like hydrotherapy in the pool yeah and um like core exercises every day on like a Mm -hmm. fitness ball and a chi ball and maybe like kilo one kilo weights in my hands like and it yeah it just kind of like put everything in perspective and i spiraled Mm -hmm. i was literally like i should be thriving right now i should be auditioning for things yeah i should be you know what i mean um and, like, I've been really lucky that I've had a singing teacher that I go to, like, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at, like, kind of calming me down, yep. I suppose. And like, I'm having, you know, singing. Like, they're almost like an outlet. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to physically thrash my body around every week, but yep. I'm allowed to thrash my voice around every yeah. week in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it really puts things into perspective. And I was kind of like, the fact that I didn't speak up about this, like, pain i had Mm -hmm. and i remember like this moment in 2020 it was out of the pandemic so we had been on zoom for six months so i was like Mm -hmm. no this was during um our like graduation showcase so like we were so like dying to get on stage yeah and my back was like playing up i was having like like um, back spasms, shocking back yeah, spasms. Back spasm oh, you, and you can't do a world. damn thing about it. And no. like, I would literally get backstage, like, fall on the floor, and yeah. I'd have a girl like rubbing like Voltaren or DP yeah. into me. And like, I, I think back on that, and like, I remember like literally lying there with like five girls around me being like, Do you need anything? And I'm just like, No, it's fine. Like, who the f- what? I probably crushing half my nerves. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. I look back on that, and I'm like, How did I get through that? Mm. Yeah. Like, yes, me- again, like me- um, physically strong in that way, like mentally strong in that way, but again, like mentally so weak that I couldn't even speak up because I was too anxious to let people down. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like all these pressures that you put on yourself. And I didn't realize that, yeah, that that wasn't normal until – well, until this year. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that that wasn't normal. Um, but, yeah, when I did get injured mm-hmm. – i it like was horrendous like the things that i would tell myself was so like horrible my self-talk was so like bad yeah and i couldn't straighten my elbow like it was bent and i had a cast i remember i had yeah, yeah i had like a cast that was molded to me and then I had one that had a hinge and like every it was, it was week, quite a bad dislocation yeah. it was like not just your average no it like fully popped out I had to be put to sleep for them to put it back in Blech. but I had a cast that like had to dial on it so that would be like how much uh, I could yeah um, move it move it like back to straight and it used to be hyper extended and now it's just normal yeah um anyway um when I was in my original cast I couldn't straighten my arm at all, obviously. And I would still be doing planks. (laughs) I would still be doing like as much exercise as I could. Anything where I could have like a bent elbow. I was like in three
1: minute planks. Like all the time. I I think that also is like, um, you know, dealing with injuries and like that mental health side of things. It also triggers so many other things. Like, for example, I don't know if like it triggered your eating patterns because it triggered my eating patterns this year particularly like i've always had pretty disordered eating and that didn't stem from the school that we were at it stemmed from my prior school just a disclaimer um because i was in a quite a like a strict ballet school Mm -hmm. so all of those really fucked up eating habits came back into play probably a lot more um, when i wasn't when, when, when i found out that i was injured because i was like great I can't exercise as much, mm-hmm. so how am I going to compensate? Cool, I'll start skipping meals. Yeah. Or I'll start just eating vegetables, Yeah, just eating a few nuts, like eating like a little thing of cashews, eating a little thing of pistachios because like, oh, yeah, it's good fats and mm-hmm. whatever, but like yep. it triggers other things in me as well. Yes, yes, yes. So
0: when I did get injured, I lost a lot of weight just because I was – I don't know. I, I was, that was when I found out I was celiac as well. Yeah. When I found out I was lactose intolerant and I became vegan that year as well. Yeah. And so I was already like smaller because of that. And then this injury happened and I was just like, nah, my body just like shut down. I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to eat anything, blah, blah, blah. Lost a lot of weight. I look at photos of myself from
1: that time and I'm like, yeah right and, like, and you girl. think of, at that time i'm I was like, fucking fat but you're not yeah yeah
0: <laughs> because i was like not as active and then that like kept on going and got worse in year 12 because the stress like transitioned from being on an injury to being on my atar
1: okay yeah that's why i didn't do atar yeah i just couldn't well deal i, with di- it.
0: I couldn't. didn't i didn't know and i like st- i would get like between like two and four hours of sleep every night that's
1: fucked up yeah.
0: yeah um i would have like two quadruple shot coffees a day in soup and that was like all i would eat and i would like cry about eating carrots Ugh. in year 12 oh my God. and it was like when it got really bad was um at we were doing comps and we were doing a ballet comp yeah and i'm pretty sure i like passed out on stage for like a second
1: Sorry, I'm not laughing. No, but I blacked out. That's absurd. I blacked out on stage. Yeah, right. I
0: I don't remember doing that troupe. Oh, my God. Like, my body did it. I watched the video of it, and I'm doing it. But you just weren't even there mentally. No.
1: You were so fucking, like... Yeah. You you weren't feeling your brain. You weren't feeling your
0: body. No, no, I wasn't. And instead of going to a doctor for mental health reasons at that time, this was in 2018, I went and saw a naturopath, and then... She was, like, very, very good at being really gentle around issues surrounding that. Yeah. And so I would, like, describe this all to her and she was really awesome, didn't react to anything and was like, I want you to give me, like, go away for two weeks, do, like, a what I've eaten every single day and email that to me and come back in for an appointment. And then she made me, like, this like witchy potion potion yes gave me all these supplements to have and was like very gentle about how she went about curing things because I lost my period as well
1: yeah
0: um and all of that happened and she was like awesome and everything I thought was like fixed but at this time I was kind of realizing like oh my baseline of mood is just like more sad than everyone else Mm -hmm. i was like oh that's just like how i'm predispositioned to feel just like a little bit under everyone else it takes me a lot more energy to get to the same level of enthusiasm as other people and i just thought that's normal Mm. that is so normal and then it wasn't until this year that i went to the doctor and i for the first time at 21 took myself to the doctor and got a mental health plan yeah and had to fill out the um like survey thing that they yeah. do with you and it was like severe depression severe anxiety yeah. severe stress no it, one of them was extremely severe i think it was extremely severe anxiety severe depression severe stress yes and i was like i had no idea yeah. i thought every all of my answers were just like normal i was like uh, yeah that's normal and i was like describing this to the doctor and she was also very gentle i got a next practice in Paran. if anyone needs a really good gp Mm -hmm. they don't bulk bill but they're so good there um but she was like she didn't freak out about anything that i was saying and so that's why i was kind of like oh okay Mm -hmm. this is this is fine but they were, like, tiptoeing around telling me these things.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, mm, like, talking about, like, seeing people, seeking help. Yeah. It's always been, like, a big thing of mine. Because I've always struggled with the people that I see never understand it. Sure. And, like, you just go, like, they don't know what I'm going yeah. through. And and it's because it's, it's such a niche with creative people and dancers. Mm-hmm. There aren't enough therapists and psychologists and psychiatrists and counselors that don't know what it's like to be in a high performance environment yeah. for years on end for years and i i found i i went to a really good um uh she, psychologist um in camberwell oh, get her name it's dr carly whatever she's a queen she does like kids mainly like kids up to 18 but if you're like with her from a younger age she kind of just like you stick yep. with her but she's pretty open to having people older and she gave me like different um like ways to deal with my anxiety and putting things into perspective mm-hmm. but it was so hard for like her to understand what it's like to be a dancer and yep. training eight hours a day yep. and you know finishing so late at night like mm-hmm. when i was at school and i i started seeing an naturopath actually yep. to deal with um things that were going on internally. Yeah. And she said to me, she goes, Do you do you feel sad? It gets me really it gets me emotional, but I'm not like (laughs) I'm not crying because like I I but she goes, when do you feel sad? And I'm like, oh probably every day at some point. And she's like, out of ten, like on a scale, and I'm like, oh like an eight out of ten. She's like, do you get stressed? And I'm like, yeah, every day. And like they start asking you questions and it starts to click. Yeah. And you just go, oh my God. And she goes, she even suggested and she's a very reputable naturopath she even said like is it worth you taking time off because she's like it just seems to me like all of this internal stuff that's going on with you yeah. is bought on by your like stress levels because my cortisol and adrenal glands are were so beyond fucked. My adrenal glands were so fucked Like my after year And like my digestive system. And Mine just shuts down. It, yeah, yeah, and it goes into like a, it's on a, it's like a fight or flight mode. Yeah. It's constantly Constant. in that. So that was also infect, um, affecting me internally. Yeah. And then she put me on to um, a therapist that like, oh, I can't even remember because it was really traumatic because finding people, I actually, sorry, I'm going to talk about a guy that I saw. He was a th- hypnotherapist. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I'm struggling, you know, training five days a week. And like, I just get really anxious and stressed and fucking sad all the time. Mm-hmm. He then begins to mansplain things to no. me, starts drawing up a poster yeah, and like, goes, these are the people that are in authority. You're down here. You've got to understand. And I, I was, and my mum was sitting in this cause I was just like, yeah, I got bad vibes instantly. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just trying to mansplain. He goes, well, if it's just so hard on you, why don't you just quit? Mm. And I was like. No, because, like, no. no, it's what I want in my life. And then no. I went to a counsellor um, for a little bit as well. And I sat down. It was – I. she went, like, on, like, a Wednesday night. Yeah. And that had been after I'd been training for eight hours. Yeah, And I just looked fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. And she just was just, like, you know, asking me questions. And I would, like, tell her some pretty – gruesome shit Mm. and she just like sat there didn't even react but it wasn't Mm. even like in a oh i don't want to you know like hurt your feelings or anything or judge you it was Mm. very just like oh okay and there was one point where i was like addicted to laxatives and i was like telling her that and like didn't even like think to like bring it up to anyone like because i'm pretty sure if you're in like these sessions if there's anything like quite alarming they've got to like report it to people yeah And, like, I was talking about my, like, eating patterns. She didn't even, like, give me Mm. anything. And I was just like, fuck. And there was this other woman where I, this was, like, during the pandemic where I had to zoom into her. And she would, like, be like, look out the window and spot three things. And I was just like, this isn't helping me. Like, there just isn't enough help for creative people i think that's my whole point i'm trying to like bring this full circle back around but yeah it's just like it's so hard to find someone that just knows what you're going Mm -hmm. through yeah and yeah
0: i've been very fortunate just like by chance i guess with like the people that i have you know spoken to over the past few years like my naturopath her name's candace she's awesome northgate natural therapies i think was her Practice. I don't know if she's there anymore, but she, like, was really passionate about musicals. Mm. And I think her partner had something to do with musicals, but she would, like, talk to me about every single show. She knew what shows were yeah, coming. She really knew people good. that were on the other side of it, like... And she was very sympathetic in that way because she, like, adored creatives. Yeah. And she loved the art of musical theatre, and that was just by chance. Yeah. Like, and was just so interested in... Um, that I was studying musical theatre and that's what the conversations would become about and it wouldn't become about me or my body anymore, Mm
1: -hmm. my
0: body or my mind or anything like that. It it became about, like, getting myself fit to be in a musical. Yes. Like, that was the goal. And, like, like, those sessions were really, like, beautiful with her and I loved speaking to her about that stuff. But, like, I didn't even confide in her like cuz i did the same thing yeah. and i like abused laxatives really bad in year
1: 12 it's okay it's okay Ooh. yeah no i feel like so many of us yeah, just, yeah no it's fucking it's
0: fucked. like not something that i like have spoken about like ever to anyone it's okay i would have like seven a day jesus christ yeah and it like it got to a point where even that many like wasn't doing anything
1: yeah, that's so I would when take you know them. when you've been having so many that doesn't even do anything. It, it didn't do anything anymore. Yeah. I'd take one, wouldn't do
0: anything. Took two, wouldn't do anything. Yeah. There'd be a day where I felt so bad and I'd take five and it like would ruin me. Yeah. And I would be like, it's like so painful. I can't even like understand. It's yeah, so it's painful. Yeah, describe the
1: pain. And it's also like when you're in a dance class... And like you've taken them and they haven't worked because like I would like time it. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. oh, if I take it at four p.m. because my uh, my system was so fucking slow. Yeah. That I'd be like, I take it at four p.m. and then that would leave me enough time before I go dance next day. Like, sorry to be so visual. I will shit everything out. Yeah. Like, but then there'd be some days where it didn't hit before I went to dancing, and I'd be like all day in
0: class like in un-
1: agony uncontrollably like I'm about to shit myself. Like yeah. it sounds like ridiculous but like anyone that's like gone through it or is struggling with that yeah, it, i just, I would just get like really
0: sharp pains in my stomach oh,
1: i would yeah and i would have to just like hold it
0: in and like hold that feeling in my stomach until i could literally go home because it would like just be awful yeah
1: mm. yeah i never want to experience that again i i yeah that's just yeah not good i'm over that stage of my life now yes because thank God. i knew i was because when i went overseas in dubai and i couldn't shit for a week because i can't shit when i'm on holidays mm. and i took like a natural like a really natural one and i was like okay that's fine like i'm yeah. not abusing these so yeah that's when i knew that is good yeah
0: um but yes my yeah. point was that like even then i didn't want to admit that something might be wrong with me mentally. It's so hard to admit it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't at that time. And I was... When I saw her, I was 18 and 19. hmm And then that was done and I was like, I'm fixed. Yay. Like, like I'm good now. Nuh-uh. uh And then we went into the pandemic and that just like... Fucking fucked everyone, didn't That it? just like... Annihilated me. Yeah. But also... I was like this is awesome no one has to see me I can look however I want to look because no one has to see me yes they're only seeing my face yes and then we'd go back to seeing people in person and it was like so much worse yeah like the anxiety I would feel going into class and seeing everyone was just horrible Mm -hmm. like like not normal yes and I was like why am I like this? And I still haven't been able to like fully shed that. Like when I'm when I don't see my mum for a while, I get super antsy. I get super like I need to see my mum, I need to see my mum, like obsessive about it. Yeah, it yeah, it's I don't know if it's because I've gone from studying, being around people so much, then pandemic, being around my family, like super like closely. To now having to tour and travel yes. a lot with people that I haven't known for very long. I don't know if it's just like amplifying everything mm-hmm. and like a mixture of that and seeing everyone on social media living their lives and like just a mix of everything. it's just like so much worse now and it takes me so much longer to recover and it exhausts me. It would be exhausting. Like
1: I couldn't imagine how you do it.
0: Yeah, like, but being so, like, ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> being so, like, scared to see people be around people that are like, that I've known for so long that are yeah. supposed to be my friends. But I've just built, built this, this yeah. like, terrible self-talk again. Like, the energy that I have to get to go and see someone and then I have a really great time. Yeah. But then I'm exhausted I when exhausted, I get back. Exhausted,
1: I fucking nap like. And I'm like, I need three days
0: to myself now. Yeah. But I have to go on tour again and I have yeah. to like perform again. And it's like fuck. And that's why I like took myself to the doctor because I was like, none of my normal coping mechanisms are working anymore. Yeah. Because I used to go to a hot yoga class, talk like be a part of that community because i went to a studio called one hot yoga and pilates and that is just like my home like that place is like yeah. my home but i was going there and leaving class and being like that didn't help mm. i still feel awful i like i don't know what to do
1: yeah
0: like all of my normal
1: things things your self-care routine yeah like... my
0: self-care routine it just wasn't working anymore and i was like okay what do, I do now? what do i do now and so like and now it, i talk to this woman called nikki she's very the for pink health i think and it's like okay. entirely female run like online mental health service but i've the like whole journey i've only ever spoken to women yeah i yeah i could not imagine opening up like this
1: to a man yeah well i didn't because he mansplained everything to me and basically just told me to quit my career path that i was going on and i was like no one fucking gets it i literally just like got out of that place and i just like burst into tears mm. and i'm like to my mom and i was like you don't fucking get it like mm. he doesn't get it and mom's just like you've got to keep like you've got to like stick at it like it's not gonna you know happen overnight your mental health isn't gonna just like click overnight and i'm like yeah but the fact that this man wants to basically fucking hypnotize yeah. me how the fuck can i be vulnerable to yeah. him when he's literally just sitting there in his fucking fat chair yeah. like you know just being like hmm Great, like let's be vulnerable. Like fuck no. Off. Like this I'm not, is not and I'm not trying to label, to like and that. I'm not labeling men all men who that's their no. chosen field. I'm not saying that, but that experience set me off. I was no. like, I'm never ever doing this with a man. Yeah. And then I went with a few women, and they were even questionable. I was like, girl, yeah. and I think that's why I also struggled to still get help now mm-hmm. because Mum's always like to me, you need to go like start getting help again type yep. of thing and i'm like no because i've got to start this process like, again all over again yeah. like got to explain everything to this person and be mm-hmm. vulnerable And i'm like it takes so much to drag yourself into a clinic yeah. it takes so oh. much
0: it was like horrible yeah like the first few days where i like had to do this kind of stuff it's it's the worst feeling in the world yeah you like i personally i felt so humiliated i was like great it's come to this now which is so fucking weird because i have always like in the past few years have like nurtured my friends so much that need support because i'm like i'm feeling the same things as you but i'm not brave enough to go, to go and get help yet. yet like i'm not admitting to myself that there's a problem so i'm gonna help you and I'm gonna be empathetic towards you and that kind of thing but when it came to me I like humiliated the fuck out of myself Mm. going into that environment
1: it's just like it's so intimidating yeah going up to like a receptionist being like hey like I'm here because I'm mentally ill (laughs) like it's yeah and afterwards it's really freeing but it made me really manic I everything would be rushing through my mind yeah it made me like overanalyze everything and yeah yeah it made me a bit cray-cray. Yeah. I would, like, get home and, like, mum would be, like, how was it? I'm, like, I'm not fucking talking to anyone. Piss off. Yeah. Like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. It takes a lot. It's so exhausting. Mm-hmm. It is exhausting. Yeah. But, yeah, I really highly recommend all of the places that I've said. Even, like, even um, Headspace. Yeah. Online, like, I think... Finally our government are realizing that mental health is really important. Mm. They're starting to fund it just a little bit more. But mm. I just wish it was more accessible and more yeah. easier and less judgmental. So true. I've had to pay a lot of money. Oh. And I'm very lucky now in
0: the position that I'm in that I can pay for these things oh. and I can prioritize paying for them. But and it's they're so
1: expensive. And it's lucky that part they're of my so private, expensive. And it's lucky that private health insurance. Yeah. If you've got extras, mm. it covers some of it. Some of it. But that's Private health insurance. Yeah. Like that's an added cost in your life. Yeah. Like I'm just lucky that I'm in that position that I've been granted that. Yeah. Because most people don't. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's fucking terrible, isn't it? It's so terrible. Um
0: and I don't I don't know if like recent years it's gotten worse because And of... the pandemic. No, because of social media. Oh, yeah? Because when I was little, even into when I was like, I don't know, 11, 12, 13, 14, I, I wasn't comparing myself
1: to anyone yet. I was in dancing. But... N- yeah. I, and also... uh I wasn't comparing myself to girls at school, but I was just like, why can't I have what, like, why can't I look like them? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I was pretty aware of.
0: I don't remember, like, being aware of it until Alexis Ren. Yeah. Okay. Because there was like a, she had a huge moment, like early Instagram era. And it was like, Alexis Ren's ab workout. And it was um, her and Jay Alvarez at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, gorgeous traveling model people mm-hmm. that were so aspirational. And I remember, like, her thigh gap and her waist being, like, the
1: topic the... of conversation. I remember girls would wrap around, like, glide, wrap around their thighs yeah. and shit. It yeah. Was
0: fucked. And doing all of that sort of stuff. But when I was, like, really young, like, I didn't have that but i was also like a scrawny kid right so i i had that privilege i could i could my party trick was like putting my hand under my rib (laughs) like i was so proud of being like this whippity little fucking rat yeah running around see, i said i didn't i didn't realize that like your body was a thing well i or being so conscious of it was a i thing. was pretty
1: conscious like i'm now i'm thinking back when i was about nine years old and mm. i had girls tell me that i was fat and no. by the way i wasn't i wasn't but i was called like yeah look at the size of you type of thing i still remember it like fucking Fuck. triggers me I'm not saying like where it was but because these girls probably wouldn't even remember yeah them saying it yeah. like you know what i mean and like yeah anyway and that triggered me not to be able to swallow food for like two weeks i was nine years old couldn't Mm. swallow food i'd have this anxiety like this fucking neurological pathway like to my fucking Mm. mouth didn't let me swallow food um and i had to only swallow it with like big gulps of water and stuff and that's what yeah, my mum was kind of like, what the fuck do we do? And somehow something clicked. I remember we were sitting at the dinner table with my brother. Was so sad. I remember my brother being like, you can do it. Like, you can yeah. do it. And I was nine years old. Yeah. I was so scared to swallow food because I was mm. like, no, it's going to make me fat. Like, um, I remember being very aware of my body when those girls made that, those comments. Yeah. And then, like, I remember, like, I was going to Chadston with my mum when I was, it was like, yeah, I was probably nine or ten years old again. And I was, like, putting on, like, really cute Outfit because mm. <laughs> I really cool clothes, <laughs> really prided my fashion sense when I was yeah. that age. But then I remember like looking in the mirror and I got in the car and I was so frustrated. I was like, Mom, like I'm so ugly, like why? Yeah. Like, I literally, I'm so ugly, like mm. why can't I be pretty? And like, yeah. Mom's like, fucking hell, like she not actually say that, but she was going, kind of like, You're so beautiful. I'm like, No, yeah, I'm not, I feel not? inadequate. Yeah, I was nine, ten years old, fucked anyway. Yeah. That's when I was aware of my body yeah. from a very, very, very young age. And, like, I remember I had older people in my life tell me, oh, you're solid. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't see anything wrong with that. Mm. But, like, that's like that's triggering. Yeah. Though It was like, oh, you're, you're, you're a solid girl. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, I look back and I wasn't – I had skinny little legs. I had, like, legs and my dad has got skinny legs. Yeah. And, like – you do, you've got long ass kids. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Then my whole life I've just been like looking in the mirror like I'm solid, like I'm built. And I'm like, that's so fucked. Because I was fucking small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I struggle with my body every single day still. Yeah. Like it's never uh, it's never gonna be cured. No. Like that. Ever. No. I've had way too much shit said to me and like Yeah. To ever be able to get over. Mm. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Mine's yeah. in, like, a different way where I I think I was sexualized quite young. Okay. Um, was that before puberty or after puberty? Before. Oh, Both. Okay. Both. Okay. Yeah. Were they, like, before, pivotal moments? Like, I think it was being around, like, my older brother's friends a lot, I think. And, like... Not that they... are pervy fox. Like, like, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> but they're children. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, like, I don't know, family friends being like, look at you, look how beautiful Ali is, like, in a like, bikini, whatever do you, we we're doing. Do you think it was... Queensland and stuff like that? Do you think that? it
1: was also because you only had brothers? Like, you were surrounded by two brothers and you were, like, the girl yeah. of the family. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the attention... Yeah.
0: You know, the rose between the thorns yeah. kind of vibe. No, <laughs> you, it's, like, yeah, like, no, it's true. Yeah, no, true. People would say that all the fucking time. Oh, and it was like, like, oh, beautiful little Allie. She's our little doll. Right? And so when I, like, grew up and I couldn't put my hand on my ribs anymore. Like, I, like, also wouldn't eat when I was younger. Like, my dad would have to, like, cut up my food and feed it to me. And I would cry at the dinner table. But I don't remember why
1: do you reckon yeah okay interesting i don't remember
0: why that was i just didn't want to were you a picky eater yeah but also like Siebs. i just i just didn't want to like it was always
1: like but, but it wasn't because it's gonna make me fat i don't think so no it's just like couldn't be bothered like Siebs not doing it today like well, it would always be meat I was like I don't (coughs) want to eat that young Allie knew she's like I'm gonna be vegan in 10 years time She wait
0: oh yeah it was always meat I just was like I had a huge aversion to just like eating it anyway but like when I like no longer could do these things like these like showy things I couldn't like I don't know do walkovers and I don't know I was like this stringy kid that would, like, flip myself around and, like, yeah. be, like, the party trick kind of person. Yeah. And then I, like, went through puberty and then it was, like... Oh, oh. like, Ali's, like, the hot one. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, Ali's the one that's got boobs. Ali's, like... Yeah, no,
1: I know what you mean. Yeah, it's so fucking like, Thinking about it, like... Ugh. So I've always had, like, sorry a very, that Sorry that, like, genetics just meant I yeah, had tits Like, like not my I've fault. had
0: a very... Weird relationship with my body in that way. Yeah. That it's always been viewed as, like, an object. Uh-huh. Like, if it's not, like, this source of entertainment in this, like, weird way that I would, like, flip over my head and, like, fucking put my hand, like, in my body and be like, haha, look what I can do. It was, like, an object in, like, a sexual way. Yeah.
1: Ew. Yeah, no.
0: That, that is, is so fucked. And so now I, like... I don't know how to look at myself in the mirror.
1: Yeah. Because I'm, like,
0: I can acknowledge, like, I look at myself sometimes and I'm, like, you're fucking hot, man. Like, yeah. you're so sexy. But then as soon as someone else calls me that, I'm, like, Bleh. Yeah, like, do not. I'm, like, like do not put that yeah. label on me. I don't know how to take compliments. I don't know. How, I, don't, I don't want to take that. Yeah. I'm not taking that. Yeah. Like, because I don't know what I am. I'm, like, yeah. And I've got, like, a very, like yeah, strange relationship with my body in that way. It feels very foreign to me still. Uh-huh. Ugh, which a, is so annoying. Like, it's so annoying.
1: It's, it's such a work in progress.
0: You know? Yes. Like, always. But it's, like, always on my mind. Yeah. It's always, like, oh, my God. Oh, it's, like, y- I need to eat less because I want to look like this. But then a week later, I'm, like, no, you need to be fueling yourself. Yeah. And then I'll look at myself and be, like, oh, like, you're eating too much estrogen so your boobs look bigger at the moment. Gotta do something
1: to counteract well, that. Like and that's the anxiety in yeah, me. On like the food anxiety thing, I reckon that crosses my mind at least twenty times a day. Oh. Like, yeah. oh and like there's not a day where like I literally think about, okay, so I've got to fit into this outfit on Saturday night. It's Monday night now. Yeah. If I start eating vegetables now and cut the carbs and I don't eat as much meat that means that I will be f- my tummy will be flatter, mm-hmm. won't be as bloated. Mm-hmm. Like it's f- fucked. It's so fucked that we know exactly what to do to make our body look a certain that way. way. Yeah. Like what is that? I know way too many techniques. Yeah. It's, so it's it's, it's yeah. true. Like it's but it's like that overthinking brain,
0: and like that anxious, those anxious thoughts. Yeah. And like they're still so attached, even to like body image
1: even if like i have you know not an event that week or whatever and i'm kind of like in my mind i'm like i can literally eat whatever i want and i do eat whatever i want but i still have this fucking no yeah like you're gonna pay for this mm. like you've eaten zucchini chips from grilled you're gonna pay for this yeah. like even yeah. though i don't have anything and that i need to fit yep. into and whatever it's
0: yeah, so, like and it's like this like compartmentalizing in your brain and you're like, well I can do this much like yeah today and then this and this and then but but it, when it gets to this day like that's that's D Day. And yeah you, and from that point on you're not
1: allowed to have these things. Well like yeah it's like leading up to my birthday, I'm like from August 1st you're not having sugar. Yeah. Like, I'm li- I'm, unless it's like natural sugars. Yes.
0: It's still so much of that, but then yeah. it's like this guilt being like, but I shouldn't be acting this way. Yeah. And like, I know better than to do this. But I'm still going to do it. But I'm still going to do it anyway. Yeah. And it's like, then I get into this spiral of like, right, so sh- should I medicate myself then? Yeah. Like if none of
1: does, these does, other
0: therapies are working, should I medicate but myself does
1: But then? does medication help? Yeah. Is it going to really help my neurological yes. pathways just stop over analyzing food? I don't think so. I don't like, think so.
0: But am I just going to sedate myself? Am I going to have no personality anymore? Yeah. Am I going to like what side effects are going to come of this?
1: Yeah. And then because I don't want to be on. If you're on medication, go off. Like I'm. Just, like I'm. I like I'm so for yes. it. If you want to yes. self medicate, absolutely. Yes. Let, let me preface that. Yes. But at the same time, what I worry about for for me for yeah. my body, I'm like if I start medicating. I'm worried that I'm going to get to 40, have kids potentially. Yeah. And be medi- like medicated with having, looking after kids, whatever. Yeah. And being like a fucking zombie. Yeah. And being that parent. Because yeah. like I went to a school where there were parents obviously self-medicating for like whatever had going on in their lives. Yeah. And they were just away with it. Yeah. Could barely look after their own kids. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to be that. Mm. You know what I mean? mm so that's why I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, so,
0: and okay. it's it's this constant, like, clock in my head being like, if you get this side effect and it's taken a month for this side effect to show and then it's going to take three months for this side effect to go away, you've just lost four months out of your career span, out of your life. Like, I'm like, I don't want to gamble with that. That's mm-hmm. too much. But then it's like no normal person would have that no. that thought spiral no and that's just brought on on any other day like any any day like yeah it like things don't have to happen for me to get into that spiral yeah that's oh. just like a normal day in my yeah. brain like it's... like
1: uh, yeah no i agree because i was talking to someone yesterday about like this potential like thing that i could book like a a job and part of it like is like nudity right like you got to be partially nude and I was talking to this person about and I was like I'm freaking out because what if I book it first off like I start like I started spiraling and I was like well what if my parents come to opening night and like this and that and then like what if like someone like accidentally takes a photo of me and then like obviously like they're quite valid points but I just started spiraling Mm -hmm. and he was like but you might not even he's like I'm sorry he's like you might not even book this job like what the fuck are you talking about like and he's like not someone who's like danced his whole life and he was like if you get it deal with it then yeah. He's like, why are you like working yourself up? Because this could then hinder the audition that you're about yeah. to do. He was like, like, and, and, and like, I was like, it's easier said than done, like being a creative person. But like, it's so funny to see like how like other people who aren't in your career field mm-hmm. and path and whatever, like put things in pers- into, into perspective. And I'm like, I wish I could do yes. that. I wish I could, yes. you know, do things like.
0: I agree. But also then in my mind, it's like, now you're undermining me. Yeah. And now you think less of my career. And now you think less of me as a person. Yeah. And then it goes down a different rabbit hole, and you're like, "Well, I don't want to see anyone anymore, and I'm yeah. just going to be by myself, doing my own thing with my own little friend group, and yeah. goodbye, goodbye." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any tiny thing like that, I'm like, "Oh no, just get it, bye." Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. No. It's just never-ending cycle. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in saying that, my mental health has gotten better. Yeah. I'd obviously have my fucking shocking days, months, weeks, periods of time. Yes. Um, but I, I think I learned to deal with things better and more efficiently. Okay. Yeah. Even though I'm still severely depressed on most days, but that's yeah. fine. And quite anxious, but yeah, yeah I don't think it's going to tip me over the edge. Hmm. I hope not. But it's a lot like pandemic. I was like, so like about to go to treatment type of thing. Like yeah. I was really bad. Mm. Like any little thing would just set me off. Yeah. Like, oof. Yeah. But yeah, I think in saying that.
0: Yeah. I didn't have any language for it at that time though. Cause I was having like a pretty hard time but I had no language to deal with it. Mm hmm. Kind of thing.
1: When you like, say language you didn't know how to talk about it.
0: No, and I didn't know what was happening to me and what I was feeling I didn't know that that's what a panic attack looked like it felt like I didn't know that that's what a depressive episode looked like and felt like I didn't and I didn't want to accept that it could be that Mm -hmm. and I was so against self-diagnosing myself with things that I was like no I was like that this is a normal response Mm -hmm. this and then my family would be like you're being so dramatic and I'd be like this is a regular response. Yes. No, I'm not.
1: Yeah. And, but I'd also be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm an actor. So yeah. of course I'm going to be dramatic. Well, you always get labeled. This is a whole thing. Yeah. I always get labeled in my family. And like, this is just them. And like, they're not ever like pitying or that's right. They're never, ever degrading of me or anything no. like that. But it's always like, well, you're the, you're, you're the dancer. You're the dramatic one. Like yeah. calm yourself down type of thing. And yeah. The fuck, and I'm like, no, no I'm clearly slightly ill. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: just bear with me yeah. for a second. Let's be a little bit more understanding here. And like, just because we've been in environments where we, where we we can be like this kind yes. of thing, like you're doing a a scene where it's like a couple fighting and you're like screaming at each other, and that's like in a safe environment yeah. that you feel comfortable accessing those emotions when you're in an environment that you think is safe. Yeah you know what i mean yeah so that's why i feel like i can yell at my family and i can be like i don't know like have these moments because i'm in my home of course mm-hmm. i can but then as soon as when they're like no you're being dramatic it's automatically the space isn't safe for me
1: yeah I'm automatically to shut down yeah. yeah cool great so right, now i'm in my own home and i
0: can't even be my fucking self yeah
1: yeah vibe yeah yeah <sighs> fucking hell it's a lot so much i could still keep going on about it but i'm also yeah
0: anxiety is really weird and how it manifests is really weird Uh uh-huh which i didn't realize like when i started disassociating on stage that's when i was like there's an issue here really yeah i would be in front of like this is so bad (laughs) i'd be on a stage in front of like a few thousand people and i would have like, I would not be in my body. My brain would be completely somewhere else. I'd be singing. I'd be doing the
1: choreography. You'd but think it's just I'd be in like, your
0: muscle memory. You'd think I'd be nervous about things. My brain was somewhere
1: else. I feel like that's just clicked for me because I feel like most times I'm on stage, I so disassociate. thank you for bringing that up because yeah. I've just realized and most times I've disassociated. As soon as I told my
0: therapist about it, she was like, fuck. She was like, shit. There's something, like, really deep-rooted for She's like, it's kind of impressive, the fact that you can be so out of your body in front of so many people. Yeah. And I was like, I'm mentally ill. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> and I was like, man, What the yeah.
0: fuck? I was like, okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Stress, stress, yeah. stress. So now every time it happens, it's like I'm disassociating now, and now I'm like scared of it. Yeah. Oh man. And like the way that it like manifests, like, oh, it's just like fucking weird and like you think it looks like one thing because in media when someone's anxious i'm gonna just use the example of dear evan hansen when i watched that bootleg of um ben platt i was like oh my god wow like such a like good depiction of anxiety blah 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 i've never been like that i don't like shake and cry and all this stuff like sometimes i do But sometimes it's, like, not feeling like I'm in my body, feeling like I'm watching myself as, like, a shell. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm, like, I didn't know that that was an anxiety response.
1: Uh, yeah, mood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or,
0: like, um, uh, what's another example? Like, when I'm having a day where I don't want to, where I'm having, like, a day where I'm not working and I'm just, like, on the couch all day and I like physically can't get up even though like I have things to do and I like need to, I didn't know that that was an anxiety anxiety response as well. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't know these things because you don't see it and it doesn't look like anything a lot of the time. Yes. Or like when I go on and when I'm on stage and I have like a ritual, during doing that show and if the ritual is slightly off I, like the show's done like i i'm yeah, see i can't recover
1: yeah
0: i didn't know that that was also mm. like it's things like that and you don't realize until it's happening and it's like fuck now it's too late and i should have seen this earlier and i should have known these things about myself but we're like Like, young and like we're so young and it's like why do i know all these things yeah why am i so conscious of my body yeah
1: like i yeah no i agree oh
0: my god and like also it's a blessing that i know myself so deeply but it's also a curse because it's like as soon as like the slightest, slightest little thing, thing is happens. off, it just sets me over the edge. I don't want to see anyone. Yeah, I don't want to like...
1: Yeah, I get like angry and I'm like, see you later, can't bye. Like, yeah. Like, I'm just going to go nap. Yeah, I didn't know like yeah. anger was a response to anxiety. I didn't yeah. know these things. Yeah, yeah.
0: <sighs> and that's just anxiety, depression, man. I can't even... <laughs> yeah.
1: What the fuck? Oh my God and it shouldn't yeah it's it's a frustrating thing but also like yeah i, I don't know what to say um it's cuz i don't want this episode being like some like some like really sad episode because like we need to fucking talk about this shit like it's I know. normal cuz not enough people do yeah. i think in our friendship group we're pretty open but in a lot of friendship groups it's not it's like it's not. you'll be you'll be right mate no. You'll be right. Go and you know, go and do some meditation on the fucking yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that kind of like draws out episode of you Reckon? Or do you want to do want to? I don't know. Anything? I feel like I haven't said anything of value. Yes, she has. Like, yes, you have. Like, are you kidding? I just realized I mean? just sort of on stage. I do that all the time. Yeah, I. Don't I, I do think I'm like lip- I remember the
0: first time it happened. Yeah, We're I doing I... our Wicked troop. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, watching my body, mm. or like, not feeling like I was in control. Fuck
1: mm. oh, Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. It is, and I and no one knows the answers. Yeah, you know, like, and I don't. Here now and,
0: it's it's also tricky for me personally because I don't have anyone to like blame. I'm always some someone that's yeah. like. I want to get to the root of this thing, like I need to know where it like started from, but also
1: anxiety is also it also can be um fuck what's the word in your family, what is that yeah, yeah um, yeah um genetic g- uh, genetically like yeah, yeah, um, yeah, depression and mental health can be like a yeah. genetic thing, yeah um, like yeah um, but
0: I don't know anyone in my family that's had anything diagnosed i'm kind of like I, I don't know if i'm the first person
1: but i've had family like, members not immediate family but like yeah oh, i suppose i wouldn't know kind of, I've, there was
0: no culture of it uh, or talking about mental health well it was always thing. very taboo yeah
1: in parts of my family yeah. and yeah it wasn't dealt with, but there were definitely mental illnesses in my family that were just, yeah, that i never dealt with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of like maybe part of my mental Ill, mental illness mm-hmm. is like from that. Mm-hmm. But I also think it stems from things that I do dancing. Yeah. Being creative. Yep. person. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I mean. So it's like when I, I can't just blame it on dancing. I can't just blame it on social media. I can't. That's what, is really hard for me because it's, it's not something that like can be tangible then. Yeah. And you're just like constantly trying to find Fine. out the answer to these things. And I'm not good yet at just letting it go. I can't like, let it go. Being like, oh, well, it doesn't matter where it started from. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Because I'm like, no, I have to get to the root because then I know how to fix it. Yeah. But when i don't know it's like really it's really tricky yeah oh
1: my gosh i don't know i i wish i had like better things to no that was really good what everything that you better said. things to say or like ways to cope but like i find not talking to people like for example like when i went to comma on thursday getting yeah. that lymphatic massage like getting that whatever Because you hold trauma and experiences in different, all in your body. So that was really nice when my therapist, she did like different trigger points and stuff. Mm. I find that really good because I don't have to give myself like, I suppose, verbally over to someone. Like having to talk about my experience. Mm. I'm very someone that's just like, let me have time to myself. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'll, Mm. I'll kind of sort it out. To the best of my ability. But yeah, being in a room like meditation, music, and being in a dark room, I really like. Yeah, and just getting like a massage, I really like. That mm-hmm. kind of just definitely cures part of my depression and stress and everything. Yeah. Without having to talk about it. Because yeah. I struggle or being open to like a therapist. Yeah. 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 Because you've had terrible Pretty experiences. terrible experiences. Yeah. Like, I
0: back that up i have recently been going to more like facials and massages i went to like my like vocal physio yep i found a new one that really clicked with me and i wasn't even doing many shows but i went and saw her so many times because she would do acupuncture in my jaw that's crazy and release tension that had been there for ages like she would put a needle in my the like dry jaw. needles
1: yeah i need to go to her yeah, yeah i love dry needling and i would feel it in my feet because ah, it's it's meant to send signals to your brain yeah,
0: yeah but everything like went to my feet i don't know why i don't know what that is but like my feet would start tingling like uh. like a pathway in my body
1: yeah
0: has been released for the first time ever and i just like it was mind-blowing for me, that kind of stuff. But it's, yeah, it's a point where I'm like, how many of these appointments am I going to book a week until I feel better? mm mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's weird. It's like a, it's a big old journey. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's why I read a lot as well mm-hmm. now. Because, like... The more time I can spend away from my phone, the better Mm -hmm. for me and my mental health, Um, which is not a hot take, being away from your phone and social media. But it's not even like Instagram or TikTok. It was like me spending so much time on Pinterest.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: And like living for a future Mm -hmm. that I wasn't like setting anything in the present for. Yeah. It was just like all these random things. that would be like, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. My life is gonna look like this, but it was never like I'm gonna go and see my friends so that I can have these relationships nice and strong for when I want my life to look like this. You know what I mean? It was all just like very yeah toxic in that way.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sweating sweaty i'm sweating oh my god is that an anxiety thing (laughs) i see yeah (laughs) i get very flushed and hot yeah
0: but i really recommend any kind of therapy you want to do whether that's natural acupuncture seeing a naturopath also, recommend singing.
1: also re- I recommend singing lessons as a form of therapy as well. So true. I love so – I look forward to my singing lessons. I feel like that's like my therapy at the moment. Mm. I like a constant thing that I do yep. every week. It's set in stone. I always have one every week and it's really good to like talk to my singing teacher. We're very lucky we've got a very easygoing singing teacher and we yeah. can talk to him about like anything. Mm. Um, cool. But it's also nice to um, just like – sing mm. when you're feeling a little bit sad or like you want to get something out just pick that's a song that's nice. like
0: yeah because yeah. as soon as my anxiety flares up i can't like talk or sing yeah right my throat gets so blocked
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that was like a point in the middle of the year really low point where i was like i thought i had serious vocal damage but it was just because i was so anxious mm-hmm. about singing and my singing lessons were just an hour of me crying
1: yeah i used to get that actually yeah in, in crier not with my current teacher a t- few teachers ago and every lesson i'd cry mm. and it was just i like, brought up emotion and mm. anxiety And i was like i've got a problem here i'm paying 125 dollars an hour to be crying yeah it was terrible mm. fucking terrible but also she was very much like what's the issue here let's talk about it and i was right. like no i just yeah. want to sing and i i feel
0: comfortable now our singing teacher's called timothy carroll if anyone wanted that information yeah. he's the
1: fucking best He's over Zoom because he's Brisbane yeah. based, but either way you feel like he's yeah. there, you know. Yeah. And I've yeah, very fortunate
0: that I'm very open with him. And he just like stuck with me through that mm-hmm. period of this year. Um but yeah. It was horrendous going through it. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I wish I had yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of people, you know, because we're not really qualified in this field. To be so right. true. We need to. So say like that. we need to like stop like downing us and being like, you know, why we don't have any advice. Like we've given up our experiences and true. We've spoken about ways we've dealt with things and whatever. And I'm like, flushed. Like I'm yeah. Hot. Yeah, I'm very flushed. I've
0: made myself like so
1: uncomfortable. And I think people will at least this. be able to like resonate and maybe it, you know, they've built up some courage after this episode to maybe go and seek help. Yeah. Whatever form it may be. Yeah, and I just want like
0: to remind everyone that everything that you see on the surface of someone isn't what they're going through Mm. i also feel like the way that i present who i am how i dress blah 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 makes people less sympathetic to how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. in a way yeah because it's always been like oh but you're so beautiful you can't look you can't be feeling this way mm. not that like I, I, that's what someone said to me before like I'm not saying that that is how I view myself even mm. if I do view myself as beautiful some days blah whatever I feel like I have to just do that disclaimer randomly mm-hmm. um but yeah I've always I've never felt that people were very sympathetic to how I'm feeling mentally mm-hmm. um because of the person that I portray myself as on social media and in yeah. public mm-hmm. which is also difficult um, yeah. to, to deal with because you're like well who do I go to mm-hmm. who do I turn to yeah I agree which is horrible so you never know what someone is going through dealing with that day everyone's yeah. dealing with different things every single day and like these aren't even like my mental health personally wasn't spurred from like a huge loss or anything like that like as i said i became conscious of it because i was injured and my like life plan that i had for myself got stunted and then again covid stunted my life plan that i had for myself but like it wasn't this huge like public traumatic event that people like i don't know knew about and were sensitive to and aware of and empathetic to like it's just been like a constant
1: Mm -hmm.
0: kind of thing and that's why you just have to you know have empathy for people and what they're going through because you never know and like the statistics for mental health now are wild like the percentage Mm. of people that have you know been diagnosed with any kind of mental illness
1: is so much higher than it used to be which is a good thing and i hate Um, that like there are older generations that are like i wonder why that is you know why why is it such a big thing in this generation Mm -hmm. and then they blame it on well you know um it's all about you know um it stems from primary school when you know they would all say everyone's a winner and you know all that and i'm like it's a little bit more than that Mm -hmm. like i do agree in some aspects you know some parts of schooling you're slightly more multicultural whatever and but like it's also not my fault i've grown up around you know social media and like such a fast like evolving world Mm. like everyone's just fucking busy all the time and like yeah you know what i mean Mm. there's more things going on in the world for things to stem yeah you know and there's
0: more pressure yeah and there's more pressure to perform at such a high level at such a young age Um, and it's just like everyone's constantly surrounded by everyone's like achievements and what they're doing and how they're progressing that like everyone just expects you to be on that same trajectory and you're like it's not like that that. I need a few months to recover (laughs) like I'm not well Yep. but it's also the language used around it because when I'm feeling really down or I don't want to do anything that day or I don't want to get out of bed I say that I'm I'm unwell I'm not well Mm -hmm. instead of being like what's wrong with me and humiliating myself I'm like today you're unwell treat yourself as you would if you had the flu
1: okay and just be like
0: kind to yourself in that way like if I woke up with a sore throat and a blocked nose I would be very gentle on myself and what I'm gonna do and I put things into place to make myself feel better and take certain medicine to make myself feel better blah 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 if I'm woken up and I'm feeling like the world is very heavy on me then I will do things and I was I'll do things that I know will you know comfort me Mm -hmm. um so whatever that is for you you know yeah that's always that's always there okay well Well, if yeah if you have any like questions want us to speak about this further go into more depth (laughs) um we can um yeah but just you know let us know and you're not alone
1: Mm -hmm. out there like yeah i agree yeah everything i don't really have much to say anymore yeah (laughs) i'm
0: tired i i know i'm like i need a nap now
1: little miss depression nap Oh, look at this <gasps> depression now. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: true. Yeah. See, I didn't know that that was a symptom of
1: depression.
0: Mm. Anyway. <laughs> I would fall asleep on the phone. You know me,
1: I sleep way too much uh, and yeah. I didn't realise it's depression.
0: Yeah, I would literally like fall asleep at the dinner table and I didn't
1: know why. Yeah. Oh my God, this is such a long episode. Fuck. Our last one was like an hour and a half. I reckon, wow, we're really getting up there with Girls Gotta Eat. I know. We were we were all like, Crazy. "Oh my god, how, what are we going to talk about?" Like, how do they talk about yeah. things for so long? And yeah, <gasps>
0: like, oh. I also do want to say that it also gets to me that I'm like this at such a young age. I'm like, why can't I just go and have fun?
1: Yeah. Why can't I just
0: be carefree? Yeah. Why can't I be
1: one of those people? One of those people, but those people, those people. But, I don't but they, think do they, they exist? exist? They don't think they exist. Exactly, because we all have things we're dealing with. So true.
0: Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm just reminding me of my own thing <laughs> i just talked about one <laughs> well, well anyway um if you have any thoughts questions um yeah feel free to reach out to us
1: yeah yeah Alrighty. all right well we'll we'll see well, sorry we will see, see you next tuesday. next tuesday
0: fuck that was a biggie
1: yeah.